Alright, there we go. Hello, hello, hello everyone. Alright, we are here, we are here in the Marriage Cafe. Yes, Lord, right? Well, we don't own the right to this song, but it is playing. Clint Brown. Yes, yes. I like this song. Yes. By Clint Brown. Got it so good, got it so good, right? I Sometimes you just gotta worship the Lord. Yes. I worship you. I worship you. I like that. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You know, sometimes you just gotta worship the Lord and, yes. and put some music on. You know. Hey, hallelujah, just, hallelujah. Hello, yes. everyone, love everyone the out Lord. there. We love y'all and so glad for everyone to come in tonight. We are, um, we have some awesome topics that we're going to talk about where we think they're awesome. You might not think so, but hopefully you do. Yes. And, uh, we're here to help everyone tonight. So, yes. Hallelujah. 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 You ready to go to the Lord in prayer? Um, or we want to welcome them to the marriage cafe? Yes. Just, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, we like to, yeah, let's we like welcome, to welcome you to, to the, the Marriage Cafe, Cafe where, where marriages come alive through the, the word, word of God. God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We got some topics tonight to talk about. Yes. But I want to talk to you tonight. Um, I felt it in my spirit, but God, I went upstairs to pray and um, God kind of changed it a little bit. And okay. I didn't tell Prophetess Loretta. All right. You know? So, so pray first. let's just go to the Lord in prayer. All right. We're going to go then, to the Lord in prayer and then we're going to get started. Yes. All right. Dear Lord, we're so thankful and so grateful for this day. To, thank you, Lord. And we thank you for family, Lord, and thank you for all your many blessings. And thank you tonight, Lord, for this opportunity to come live to your yes, people, to Lord, your people. to feed them. Yes, Lord. Lord, give us the words to say tonight, you, Lord, Lord, and just touch their hearts. And, and Lord, bless all the marriages and the singles yes. and everyone that tune in tonight. Yes. And let them tell somebody about you yes. and about our ministry. Yes. So, Lord, we thank you so much for tonight. Thank we give you. you the praise, honor, and the glory. In Jesus', Jesus name we name. pray. Amen. 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 Make sure you share this broadcast. Share, share, and share for those who need to hear it tonight. Yes. You know, the Lord was speaking to me before... Um, um, we get into what we're going to discuss tonight, Amen. but I wanted, I was talking to Pro Prophetess Loretta about it, my wife, and I was saying how we look back over the years and see all the things that we have done. And a lot of people don't know us like here in Pennsylvania and Philadelphia yes. and God has, uh, touched my heart to talk about my wife, oh. you know, and really I want to share about her is, you know, she wrote her, God touched her heart to write this book. You know, and that's what I want to lift up tonight. A cup of daily wisdom for A your marriage. A cup of daily wisdom for your marriage. <laughs> amen, amen. You know, and it's really about both of us and what God, in our marriage, our walk with God and, and being in marriage for 30, 30, 30 years. years. yeah. So this has touched our heart and it's been a blessing to me and her. And tonight, I just want you to know a little bit about our ministry. Okay. You know, we're not just a ministry about marriage, uh, what, 10 years in Orlando, yes. we had a food ministry, mm -hmm. clothes ministry, uh, the church we had in Orlando, and then God closed those doors and moved us here. Mm -hmm. So we're still waiting for God to open more doors for us here. And we, I believe it's our time and our season. Yes. And tonight I, I need to touch on this and I feel a spirit like from uh, Dr. Mike Murdoch. And he says, I never get the opportunity all the time to share my testimony okay. about what God is doing in our lives Amen. and what God want to do is because I feel tonight God is going to touch somebody's heart to open the door for this ministry for new covenant of faith uh which they thought we was gone and dead yes but God said we still alive Amen. and we're going to fulfill his purpose and his assignment somebody I'm out here I'm speaking to tonight don't let nobody don't let anyone Try to destroy what God has called you to do. Amen. If God said it, it's not a lie. It's going to come to pass. Yes, it you shall. You stay on the path. Yes. 
stay on the path. I'm here to tell someone tonight, I didn't plan it tonight, but as we go in agreement tonight, whatever your ministry or whatever your gift is, God's going to bring it forth. I'm here to tell you that. I speak that over your life. Amen. And God's going to bring it a hundredfold. Uh, your book will be a bestseller. Amen. In Jesus' name. Praise God. Also, you will get your new house in 2019. Amen. But the house that God has for you. Yes. God said, I've been preparing this house for you. Right. You didn't know that, did uh, you? I sure didn't. You didn't know I got a relationship <laughs> with God. So this is your time and your season. <clears throat> And like I said, um, God is really speaking to my heart because some people, I want to share this tonight. Some people think about pastors is uh, all they talk about is money, money and money. Well, we need money and we need to talk about money. Mm -hmm. Ministries need money. Yes. Every pastor is not a crook. No. You know, every man and woman of God don't steal from the church mm -hmm. You know, people, there's people out there that loves God. Yes. And yeah, there's some crooked pastors out there. Yes. It's crooked people in every, in businesses. It's crooked people all over the world. Yes, it is. So you can't turn your back on God in the church because people are doing it. Yes. And that's what God wanted me to um, touch my heart tonight to share with you. You know, ministries, you got to watch out it, um, where you sowing your seed. But you got to sow it into good ground. Yes. You'd be wondering why, you know, you at church 10, 20, 30 years mm -hmm. and you don't see yourself growing. Yes. You're sowing in the bad ground. Yes. Is that where God planted you? Is that where God wants you to sow that seed? Yes. So stop looking at big churches. You look at big ministries and you say, oh, they bless. That don't mean they bless. That's just their time and their season. And, and God is using them at this time and this season. But that don't mean you supposed to be there just yeah. because there's a big ministry. Yes. You got to go where God has called you and leading you yes. to sow your seed to, you know, to be a help, yes. you know, a laborer. Yes. Exactly. So exactly. tonight I'm just praying for my wife, this ministry, the marriage, uh, people that are marriage out there, people that are single. Yes. And everyone that tune in tonight, I believe this is going to be a blessed and prosperous night and it's going to change your life forever. Amen. And I hope I didn't take too long. On Amen. That. So as <laughs> well, God speaks to us, I'm going to speak awesome. to, we're going to speak to you tonight. Yes. Amen. Yes. Glory Amen. Amen. We have three areas where well, I want to say thank you, babe, for that. Cause I wasn't expecting that. We didn't discuss that, but okay. Um, God wanted you to say that. And so yes. thank you for obeying him. Um, but we wanted to talk to you in three areas tonight. And one is job description. Um, your personal job description, the one that God has designed you for and the one God has given you. This is what we're talking about. Not the job you work, but the job you're supposed to have in Christ. Yes. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about time and change. And then we're going to talk about planning and budgeting. That's what we're going to talk about tonight because we got a lot of people who are doing the same thing every day, every year and expecting different results and nothing is happening. The stuff is still the same. And if you really want change in 2019 that's about to come, you have to look over what you did in 2018 and then change those bad habits so that you could begin to be prosperous in 2019. The Lord says that you will prosper as your soul prosper. If you don't know what your soul is, your soul is your mind, your intellect, your will, your way, how you think, that's your soul. And when your mind begins to prosper, that's when you, that's when you will prosper. And so that's something you can do. That's not something God does for you. That's something you can do on your own, but you have to have a mindset for business, a mindset to want to prosper and a mindset to want to change the way you think. Yes. So we're going to talk I about that. what you're saying. <laughs> Hallelujah. God touched my heart on the, you know, I've been in the workforce for many years now. I won't even probably, I don't know how long. But <laughs> since a lot you've been born. Of years. Since yeah. you've been alive. <laughs> I've been working ever since I was seven years old. Born in Plymouth, North Carolina. We worked on a farm. Mm -hmm. My grandfather put us all to work. Yes. You know, and um, I was driving the mule at seven. Mm -hmm. You know, a horse and buggy down the field at seven years old. So I've been working ever since I was seven years old. So the reason I tell you this the job description where God was dealing with me. When you most companies, when you go there and they hire you on, they hire you for a position, but also they give you the job description. Which nowadays a lot of people, 
Uh, you go to these companies, they don't give you a job description because they want you to do some of everything. Yes. <laughs> That's why they don't give you a job description. But really, you're supposed to get a, when they hire you on, you're supposed to get a job description. Yes. Duties. That's duties telling you what you're supposed to do and what you're responsible for. So now God touched my heart to say the church needs to do better in this area, but also parents and uh, marriage couples need to do better. What is your job description? As a man, a man of God, in church, at home. The Bible speaks of if you can't run your own house, why would God give you, you know, his house to run his house if you can't manage your own house? Yes. So now I thought about the job description. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us, God was dealing with me as far as the job description. Uh, there's a in your home, in church, there's a lack of communication. Yes. There's a lot of sexual misconduct. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of lying mm -hmm. in church, in your home. Uh, homosexual activities is not of God. Misuse power in church, at home. Mm -hmm. Misuse power. That's good. And there's a lot of practices of deception and a lot of dishonesty. You can't have dishonesty in church. You can't practice deception in church or in your home. I'm talking about now the job description in the role of a man in his home. Mm. Now, all right now. Now we talk about a lot a lot of, we talk about the role <clears throat> of the husband. The husband is a leader. Yes. So what does that mean as a leader or a leadership? Mm -hmm. Leadership in the church, leadership in your home. Parents are the leader of this home. Pastors are the leaders of the church. Yes. So when you're talking about leadership in the church simply means influence. Yes. This is the problem we have. This is the disconnections between pastors and sheep and then husbands or fathers or men the head of the house is miscommunication there's a lot of lack of communication lack of trust lack of honesty lack of integrity in the home mm -hmm. so god is dealing with me tonight we need to bring this back well what you mean bishop I mean this. This is your job description. As a man of God, you're supposed to live with integrity. You're supposed to have integrity. You're supposed to put things in place. Yes. Lead by example. How would I lead by example? Well, I know I'm a married man. I need to come home. I need to be home. I need to go out and work. I need to provide for my family. I'm a protector of my family. Yes. I don't let anything just go. You know, I don't say, hey, my wife, you just handled that. No, we're supposed to handle these things together. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. <laughs> let me, let me, a husband, a man Amen. of God, you're a provider, you're a protector. I need to say these things tonight to men because men are getting lost in this generation. Yes. And it's a shame to say mm. that our values are getting lost. Mm -hmm. Somebody need to hear this message mm -hmm. tonight mm -hmm. because you can't just let anything go in your home. Everything, you know, when we stand up, when we're, we're, we're not standing up in church. We're not standing up in our home. We, we, we're not standing up on jobs. They don't even talk about prayer anymore a lot. Yeah. You know, they don't talk about evangelizing, telling mm -hmm. somebody about Jesus. You got so many religious religions going on mm -hmm. that it's, it's just really getting crazy. Yes. Now, the reason it touched my heart about this tonight, and I'm not going to be long. No, go ahead. But I need to share this with you. Mm -hmm. And here in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, they done really taken off. Uh, gospel. I knew something was going on. They didn't really took off the gospel radio station. Now, mm -hmm. this is a problem for me. I'm a man of God. I like to listen to gospel music. It's not inspiration music. It's not contemporary music. It's gospel music. That's the word of the Lord. Yes. Spiritual music. Yes. That's what changed our life. Not hip hop, not R&B, not jazz. We need to talk about this tonight. Mm -hmm. If we're going to be real family mm -hmm. in the body of Christ, there's stuff that's going on that's not of God. And let me tell you one thing, too. These radio stations, because we was on the radio for five years. Mm -hmm. These radio stations want to dictate what you hear. Yes. Even if you hear on R&B, a song that don't even sound that good, they keep playing it. And what they're doing, they're brainwashing you. Mm -hmm. They're brainwashing <laughs> yeah. you. to listen, you don't even like the song, but all of a sudden you sing it. <laughs> Hip, a hop, yep. a boogies, yep. and all this you saying, you yep. find yourself saying it because they programming you. Yeah. So the, the the problem I got tonight, the body of Christ, listen to me. Monday morning, the body of Christ got millions of dollars going in the bank accounts. Why we don't have our own radio stations, our own restaurants? Yep. It's time for somebody to stand up tonight. And I'm calling you on this mm -hmm. because I need some men of God to call me. 
Let's take back what God has given us. The men of God are supposed to take dominion of the earth. Mm -hmm. I didn't plan this tonight, but it is time. We need money. We need buildings. We need land. And some of y'all got it and y'all been holding on to it. Mm -hmm. And it's time to be, to be real businessmen mm -hmm. and business minded. Now, I'm not the greatest one. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying I feel it in my spirit. It's time for the body of Christ to change the world. And that's what Jesus did. He came and he changed the world. Yes. And it's, and it's our time. And yes. He's coming back. Mm -hmm. But it's here. It's still time for us to do our part. Let people know that we got power. Yes. We're not just going to let you do and say what you want to say and, 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 and don't live it. Yes. And don't live it. We've got to live it. So I'm not going to be long and I don't want to get off track. But the men of God, we are supposed to be teachers. We're supposed to be overseers. And that's what the men and men and women in the house. Yes. You got children. Mm -hmm. Children are looking up to you. Yes. Come children are looking up to mm -hmm. us. Yes, okay. They are. I was just telling my wife earlier when I go to work, they say, oh, something about you. You're not cussing. You're not like these other people mm -hmm. and all this type of stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm a man of God. I'm, I'm not supposed to be like them. That's right. When God got a hold of me, mm -hmm. he changed me. Yes. And when he changed me, he set me free. He delivered me. Yes. Not saying I can't cuss or I won't fuss you out. That's that's not even the issue. That's right. The whole point is you got to know who you are in him. Yes. When you do wrong, I go back to him. I said, Lord, forgive me. I said that out of order or I did that wrong. I can repent for that. Yes. None of us, you are know, perfect. Nobody's right. perfect. But yes. Mm -hmm. So that's good. Right now, what people are doing in their homes, children are doing in their homes is not of the norm. This is not of the norm. What is going on nowadays? We got to start this new year. And I say, you need to start today. You yes. need to change things in your home. Yes. And I don't want to get ahead of myself. No, that's good. We got to put things in place in order. The family Hallelujah. needs to be in proper order. How are you going to ask God to prosper your home when your home is out of order? Yes. Even the Bible tell you to set your house in order. Hallelujah. Set your house in order, meaning that the husband need to be where he need to be doing what he needs to be doing as the man of the house. You know, we're the fathers. You know, we need some fathers. We need some men who can stand up and be fathers to their yes, sons. Yes. We got a lot of sons out here going out being gay because their fathers are not there. Their fathers are yes. not there for them. Their fathers are not disciplining them. Their fathers are not talking to them. Their fathers are talking at them and yelling at them and cussing at them, but they're not being fathers. That's not a father when you cuss and yell at your child on a constant basis and then expect them to respect you. Yes. That's not how a father does things. You know, when my, when me and my husband both lived in Orlando, you know, my husband would take our boys and he would put them to work, you know, which I was very grateful for that because a woman can't raise a man. You have to let that man raise that man, but you need the proper man in your home to raise your sons the way they need to be raised. Yes. And thank God, you know, he sent me the husband he did because he was a worker. So he would take our boys and take them out with him to work. They learned how to cut grass. They had a work ethic when they were seven, six and seven years old. They yes. were out there working, cutting yards Hallelujah. and learning how to make money instead of out in the street on the corner trying to sell drugs or doing things they had no business doing. And I thank God for that. So we do. We have to be in our proper place. We have to be in our proper place as women. Women, we cannot sit up there and overtake our men. Yes. And, and and act like a man, but yet want to want to have a man. How you gonna want to have a man and you acting like the man? If you acting like the man, then you don't need a man. You know, so you need to be a woman. A woman need to be soft. A woman needs to be in her place. She needs not to talk to her husband crazy on a constant basis. Yes, sometimes you will get heated and you will say something, but right then and there, that's when you need to catch yourself and say, you know what? This got to change. This is not going to happen another year. Yes. This this next new year that's coming in, this is going to be a new woman. It's going to be a woman of God, a woman of integrity, a woman of faith, a woman of patience and all of those things that God wants us to be. And believe me, God took me through that process because I had to learn that as well. Because like I told, like I explained to you and explained in my book, you know, the women in my family, they were always domineering over a man or they always found a man that they could be domineering over. Yeah. And so, you know, you don't want a man you can control and tell what to do all the time. That man needs to have his own identity and his own mindset. And so, you know, that's one thing about the man the man should have. You know, he should have, like like my husband said, he should have his own identity, knowing who he is as a man, but also as a father. Because that's the problem with what's going on in the homes is that the fathers are not fathering. They're sitting there as the children, like the children playing video games and all kind of other things that they're doing other than fathering, going to work, taking care of their families the way they need to and talking to their children with some respect 
and with a better mindset than what their parents did for them. Just because your mom and dad did something to you sometimes don't mean you should do it to your children. But at the same time, stop this modern day parenting. Because this modern day parenting is ruining your children. Mm -hmm. Your children are not going to respect you once they turn teenagers. And you will see that. They will try you. i tell you one thing about my kids. They got spanked. They got on punishment. Okay? And to this day, they are grown men and women. And they respect me and my husband to the utmost. And we respect them as our children. See, respect goes two ways. It don't just go just the way you want to say it because you're the parent. Yes. You also need to be respectful of them as they're getting older. You know, because they're not going to be kids all the time. So you do need to respect them a little bit better. And we need to be more conscious of the things that we're actually doing when it comes to that. But like I said, fathers need to father. Fathers need to know what a, what is a father? What is the job description of what a father is? Like my husband just explained to you. It's all in the word of God. If you look in there and you begin mm -hmm. to read it, he tell you what you're supposed to be. A man of one wife. You know, yes. a man of integrity. His wife talks about him. Matter of fact, the people know him because of the integrity he carry. They don't know him because he a fool and because he running around here saying all kinds of stuff to people and flipping off at the mouth all quick and fast and everybody angry and talking about you in a negative way. No, he talks with respect. He talks with love. He He's, he's known in the gates because he's known because of how his conduct is. Not because he's out there acting crazy and people are like, oh yeah, well, I know him. He mm, Stay away from him. He crazy. You know, no, that's not how it's supposed to be. You know, respect mm -hmm. is, is, is where we need to be with that. Hallelujah. So, and then, like I said, the wife need to be in her proper place and the children need to be in their proper place doing what children do. You cannot expect your children to take on the adult role in your home. And there's a lot of that going on to this day where the children are, 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 you know, parenting the parents. And it's like, really? Like I've always been in my, in my mind, I've always been a parent. Even when I was young, even when I was like 15, you know, I was always a parent. Not only because I had a daughter, but even before then, you know, I would hang out with older people. I never liked hanging out with my peers, people that was my age, because that was, to me, they were just, they just didn't have the mindset. And so, um, I've always had that mother thing going on, even before I had my daughter. And then as the kids came along. And so I just can't see myself sitting there, number one, trying to be their best friends. And, and, and then sitting up there, not parenting them, not telling them when they're doing something wrong, not calling them on the things that they do, you know, just letting them do and say whatever they want to do. No, they grown. And guess what? You can't come in my house talking to me crazy on my husband because we're not going to have it. And they know that. And they, and we respect them. And like I said, they respect us. And so everybody mm. needs to be in a proper place. Number one. Yes. Number two, you know, we need not to be having all that deceptive stuff going on, you know. Mm. Any kind of secret relationships or secret, you you hiding money or you hiding all these, you, you know, some women, they hide shopping. And I used to be one of those where I used to hide shopping, but he would find out. And so you can't do that stuff. You got to be in your proper place. Everybody has to be doing what they need to be doing and be in that proper realm of what God wants for your home. Nobody's going to be perfect. And we're not telling you that. We're just saying, line your house up. Set your house in order. That's what we're saying. Yeah, because like I said, you know. You know, it's all about the job description. Yes. When you get a job, you, you, you operate better when you live by the word of and God. And when you know or what you're you doing. Got a job right. That job description exactly. tells you what tells to do. Tells you what to do. Yes. So you got some kind of guideline. You got, you got a some guideline. kind of order. Yes. Like the Bible give us the Ten Commandments. Yes. God give us rules and yes. laws. Yes. And I was telling Prophet Loretta, some stuff you don't have to pray for. Yes. God already put it in place. If you live by his, if you go by his laws and his rules and his commandments, you're going to reap the good of the land. That's what the Bible says. Yes. But a lot of us, and I, I was talking about it, a lot of us are saying this. The young people nowadays, they're saying this. Nobody's going to tell me what to do. Nobody can control me. You mm -hmm. know, I'm grown now. You mm -hmm. can't tell me what to do. I'm grown. Now, I was telling prophetess, I was saying, you know what? When you talk like that, you're not, you're not, uh, you're not in the kingdom of God. So who is your father? Your father is Satan. When nobody can tell you what to do and you don't want nobody to control you, you know who's controlling you? The devil is controlling <laughs> yes, you. Yes, he is. You being controlled. Yes. You either going, you know, your free will, you going, you know, obey and honor God. Yes. But if you not, if you not, 
you got to have a father. Yes. And your father going to be Satan. Mm -hmm. And that's who you serve. And that's who's, who's pulling the strings on you. Yes. Because that's the spirit of rebellion. Yeah, exactly. When you don't want nobody to tell you nothing. No, you can't tell me Because we don't know do. everything. So we do need people to tell us some stuff. That's why God lets us have so many people in the world. Because we all supposed to be here to help one another. Um, so, yeah. And that's the spirit. The devil want to blind you and say, you know what? I don't believe in God. Or I ain't going to listen to the men and women of God. I ain't going to listen to my parents. Yeah, that's that's the enemy. He's mm -hmm. got you. Yes. So if he got you out there and you you don't believe in God, so what do you believe in? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because if you just go outside and you look at the world, you know, man didn't create this. Yes. Somebody created this. Yes. So and it was God. It's God. Yes. God created. A lot of people don't want to say it. Jesus. Yes. God. Yes. So let's go on. The next one we're going to talk about. Time and planning. Yes. Well, we always say we're going to wait for the new year. The new year come. Time I mean, and change. Gonna, mean. I mean, time and change. Time and change. Time yes. and change. Yes. Okay. Time and change. Yes. So we say we're going to wait for the new year and I'm going to change some things. No, yes. you can make a decision right now mm -hmm. to stop wasting time and change things today. Yes. You can start today. Yeah. If you need to lose weight, why not start today? Just stop eating as mm -hmm. much. <laughs> yes. Change it today. Yes. If you want to save some money, right. start today. Yes. Start saving something. Yes. If you want to get out of debt, start today. Go ahead, Prophet. Yeah, I just wanted you to no, tell no, no, them no. that thing you were telling me about time and change. Yeah, time and change. And what it is says one thing you can't do. You can't change time. Yes, got you. That's good. Yeah, you can't. Nobody can change time. So you need to stop wasting time. Right. And change. Things going to change it. Whether anyway, you want to or not. It's either going to change for good or it's going to change for bad. Right. But it's going to change. So you can't change. You can't change. Can't change change. Change time and you can't change change. Wow. That's but good. you can make a decision to start fresh. Yes. You can start fresh today. Yes. And make changes in your life. Yes, you So can. when you look over next year, you'll see the changes. Yes. Or you look back That's over this year. That's something we can't year. control, in other words. We yeah, can't, we can't, can't control, control time, time and, and change. And we can't control change. Because change is going to happen whether you change or you don't change. Yes. So I got Just that. like the seasons. That's good. Yes. Just, Just like, like the seasons. seasons. Yeah, the we seasons can't control change. that either. That's right. The seasons we change. We have no control change. over it. And so just like seasons change, things will change. Do you have seasons in your life where things have changed? Nothing stays the same. Nobody stays the same. Or, you know, we wouldn't have have death and we wouldn't have you know uh, uh the, you know summer winter spring fall we wouldn't have any of those things if we could change it and so, so that's now, good but this is the key mm -hmm. there's a key to this yes if you look back over this year you can make changes yes not to do the same thing mm -hmm. next year yes as I was going to say, that's something we can control. Yes. That we can control. We can change us. Right. We can become changed. We can stop doing what we used to do and start moving into some, some, some things that we probably mm. should be doing or some things we have not tried to do, some things we have not stepped out on faith to actually do because a lot of people are so afraid to just step out there and step out in the water. You know, you can't be afraid to succeed. You know, for yes. some reason, our color is so afraid to succeed. Mm. It like it takes us forever. Like we got to really, really hear God say, Put your foot out there and go. You know, when God probably is giving you all kind of signs that you should go and you're supposed to be going. But you're still sitting there saying, I'm waiting on God. I'm waiting on God. And God is saying, no, I'm waiting on you. You need to get your foot out there, your toe in the water so mm -hmm. that I could go ahead and open up, you know, the rest of it for you. And so yes. we have to not be afraid to step out on faith. And our gift, like the Bible says, make room for us. Mm -hmm. So if our, if our, if the Bible is saying your gift make room for you, that means that whatever gift he put on the inside of you, whatever he had to send you through for you to learn what you needed to learn, whatever lessons that were very hard for you to learn, but you did learn them and you got through them that's where your gifts begin to develop you know if you don't know what your gift is you, you your gift develops in turmoil sometimes in all when all hell is breaking loose or or when your finances are low or god because god will use these things to get your attention and so when he gets your attention then he can teach because as long as your attention is on other things, he can't teach you what he needs to teach you and you'll never learn what you need to learn. Mm -hmm. You know what? I have been the kind of person for me. Okay. Even as a teenager, I would always say, God, let me learn whatever I need to learn one time. I don't want to learn this two or three times. I don't want to go through two or three seasons learning this same thing. I don't want to be like Moses 40 years in the backside of the desert trying to learn what I needed to learn to get this. Mm -hmm. So I used to always say, God, please let me learn whatever I need to learn one time. Show me what it is that I need to be learning here. And so I take every experience. I don't care what it is. Every experience to take the time to see what was I supposed to learn from that experience. 
what did I learn from this? You know, if we have an argument that day or, or disagreement, what did I learn from yes. that disagreement? What did I learn about me? Not about mm-hmm. him, but what did I learn about me in that disagreement? Or what did I learn about me in whatever the situation is? I will always say, Lord, show me what I was supposed to learn there because I want to make sure that I get the best education from God that I can get. So when I'm out here doing what it is that we're doing correct right now, we are correct on what we're saying. We're right on point with God. We're right on point with what God wants us to share. You don't want to get, you know, half of what you're supposed to learn and get out there and you just, you know, do you know that failure is like your best friend? You know, failure is really not failure. Failure failure is actually winning mm-hmm. because you have to, once you learn the, 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 you get all the kinks out of the situation that you're trying to learn about, which is that part that you, we call failure. That's really success because now you've learned what you needed to learn. So now you can be successful in that very thing you kept failing at. So failure is not failure. Failure is success. And it is your friend because it teaches you, you know, what you need to know. Now you ain't going nowhere else but up because Mm -hmm. you failed so many times or whatever at that particular thing. So ask God to teach you one time about a situation. You don't want to go around the desert 40 years and still not know what you need to know. Like I said, here it is. Uh, 2018 about to go out. We got like two weeks, maybe in a couple of days Mm -hmm. and we'll be out of this year. We can already go into 2019. What did you do differently in 2018? What are you going to do differently in 2019? We took the other day, and this is what we do as a family in this house. Um, we sit down and we say, okay, every year when a year came in, when 2018 came in at the beginning of the year, we said, well, let's sit down, everybody, and take notes of what goes on in our life while we're going through this year. So by the time we get to the end of the year, we could see what, what accomplishments we've done, what failures maybe we might have had or whatever might have had happened. And so we did that the other day. We was having a really good conversation and I, we just began mm-hmm. to see how God had truly blessed us in 2018. Yes. And I mean, not just uh, finances and stuff, but it was like education, you know, I, you know, got my degrees out the way and, you know, just learned so much about the word of God, learned different mm-hmm. things about myself that God has taught me personally, you know, becoming a, um, um, a pescatarian, that's what they call it. Cause I do eat seafood, you know, changing my diet, you know, and all kinds of different things. Like God just showed us so many things that we all did in this house as a family to get ahead, you know, for the next year. So we sat down and we did that and we said, you know what? Wow, we really did good this year. And I'm going to I'm going to tell you that this year we really put ourselves on track for the blessings of 2019 home ownership. All of those things, all of those things are already we're on track already for those things. At the beginning, when January comes in, we're on track already for this way before it comes in. And so the saving and all that, all those, all that kind of stuff, we're mm-hmm. on track for that because we've been watching our year. We have not been letting the devil steal our money. Yeah. You know, the devil will steal your money when you ain't paying no mind to it. Buying this, buying that, constantly having to go buy this. You're not budgeting. You're not trying to do anything to get your household in order when it comes to your finances, when it comes to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when it comes to your, uh, change to change in your life. You know, which we're going to be touching on finance in a few more minutes. Let me let me hurry it up. And so, um, you know, so, yeah, we want we want to change. It's time for you to change. You know, I had someone say that's close to me every year. And it's been like this for them for years. They never had no money when Christmas time come. You know, Christmas time to me is not a big deal. I mean, it is. It used to be like a really big deal when my kids were kids. And we wanted to make sure they had everything, you know, that they were supposed to have. And we did. And thank God, you know, that he helped us to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. But this person says... You know what? I never have no money when Christmas comes. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. December 25th is on the same day every single year. So why don't you got any money when Christmas time comes? Oh, because you're not planning and budgeting to save for that. Mm-hmm. That's why you don't have no money. And that's why I say, and then it's mindset. It's our mindset. Our mindset keeps us where keeps us down. Yep. If we don't never try to learn anything new. And we don't never try to get with other people who know more than us. Mm-hmm. Why we got to be intimidated because somebody knows something better than you. 
Why? We should yes. not be that way. We should love to learn. I love to learn from people. I really do. I love to learn from people. I love to learn from ministers, you know, and, and I know which ones are the right ones to listen to because, you know, some of them you need not to learn from, but I'm just saying, you know, God would give you that discernment from the ones you need to be listening to versus the ones you shouldn't. But I love learning. I love reading. I'm, a, I'm an avid reader. I'm an avid writer. You know, that's just me. That's all I've always been like that. And so um, I love learning. So I don't have a problem with somebody else that may come on the scene that know more than me. Okay, teach me because I sure want to know. I want to learn. And with all the technology we got at home today, why are we not in no kind of managed money management classes if we yes. don't know how to manage our money? Hallelujah. Why are you not in a man money management class? There's a lady right now that I've been dealing with for the past whole, matter of fact, for the past year. And um, her name is Tiffany. And she's always on um, these different shows that they got out there. Um, she's on, um, um, the, um, there's a show with, um, I can't even with Tia, that girl named Tia. Uh, she's He's on The Real. There you go, The Real. She's on that show called The Real. And her name is Tiffany. Tiffany Alice And I don't know what her last name was, but I know it's Tiffany. <laughs> and so she does a class called um, Live Richer. She got an academy called Live Richer Academy. And um, I'll get that link for you so that y'all can get that link. But it's only $10 a month, $9.95 a month. I know that's what it was when I started, $9.95 a month. And she gives you all kinds of classes you take on your own, in your own time to learn how to do your finances. Not only is she teaching you finances, but she's also teaching you how to buy a house, how to buy things cash, how to buy a car cash, buying a home cash. We don't yes. think that we can do any of that stuff because we're so busy thinking the way that we think. So yeah. change is definitely important. Yes. Let me let me just touch on this right here. Mm -hmm. This is some stuff I wrote down. When you said about failure, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. A failure, you got to look at it this way. A failure is a reflection of our time. Mm -hmm. We must look at um, how each of each one of us influence our home. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody. You hear people say, you know, uh, I'm not there all the time in the home. So how am I influencing? Everybody. Uncles. Aunts, everybody, all all family members, that's what you got to realize. You all play a part, mm -hmm. just like in the body of Christ. We're all members, and we all play a part. You're going to influence somebody somehow mm -hmm. in your family, at home, or in ministry. Mm -hmm. But the whole thing, when you look back over your life, did you waste your time mm -hmm. this year? Yes. You know, because you had the, you have the power to change whatever you set out to do. Yes. So now when you look back over this year and you see you haven't accomplished anything, mm -hmm. whose fault is it? Yes. It was your fault mm -hmm. that you didn't save money. Yes. It was your fault that you didn't work on budgeting and yes. planning and, mm -hmm. and, and changing things in your life. Yes. So this is, this is the main thing that touched me. You don't get anything else out of the night. You are influencing somebody. Mm -hmm. You influencing you know, even your own self, you are influenced. When yes. you look back over, you be like, "Man, I went to school, I accomplished this," mm -hmm. or "I got it, I got out of debt," or you know, my credit is improving. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You yes. can take baby steps. Even if you look back over your life and you need to lose weight, mm -hmm. you need to make a decision yes. to start small Getting healthier. today. Yes. Yeah, eating Eat, right. Yes, because what we you know do what is we'll sit there and we'll pray and say, "God, you know, help me with this." Or yes, we'll pray, you know, for to be healthy, but we're not we're not moving towards health. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's like an oxymoron right there. How are you going to say you want to be healthy if you're not moving towards being healthier? Yes. Like we have to, you know, begin to watch what we're eating and watch what we're doing and exercise and those kind of things more because I spent a lot of years, you know, being really unhealthy and eating unhealthy stuff yes. because, you know, I just, I was going through stress of my own and then, you know, having the house to deal with and the kids and everything was about the husband, the kids, the house, and nothing was ever about me. So now I said 2018 is going to be about me. I'm sorry. It's not about them. So 2019 going to be about me too. Again, because I have to be healthy that I have to be start living healthier if I'm planning on living longer, you know? And so I want to be here for my grandkids and my kids and my husband. And so I have to take care of myself much better. And I, I, I've, I got to say I've done so good yes. for 2018 because yep. i'm telling you it is hard it was so hard for me yes. to give up chicken y'all know i love chicken i was the chicken queen child mm. but now not no more i have not ate eaten one piece of chicken in 2018 okay matter of fact i haven't eaten no chicken since uh 2017 mm. uh i think was august of 2017 
So, you know, God is good in helping me to, to, to do what need to be done to get my health, you know, right. And those kind of things and keeping my numbers and stuff like that, all, you know, good and stuff. And so it's time for us to learn to do better. Mm-hmm. God says the words, word of God says, when our soul prosper, we will prosper, right? So that means that we need to make some plans to prosper in our money, prosper in our health, prosper in our marriages, prosper in our businesses. We have to make the changes. So that means getting the classes. That means coming to the cafe when me and Bishop is here to get the free information you're getting right now because we don't know how long it's going to be free. (laughs) You know, we love y'all. We do. But we have to make a living as well. And so and also, too, I wanted to touch a little bit about that on giving. You know, you have to start your first, number one, your finances out with giving to God. God has to be number one on your plate when you are doing anything financially. Yes. So we're now going into that. We're going into finances right now, right? Mm-hmm. And budgeting. Yes. We're going into planning and budgeting. We've been talking about planning. And so you have to plan to give. Because the word of God says, give and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. And if God is your shepherd and you shall not want, which is Psalm 23, why isn't it that you are giving to the house of God or to the work of God? It ain't even got to be the house, but the work. Yes. The work of God is, is to feed the hungry, clothe the naked, you know, lay hands on the sick and do all these things we're supposed to do. And you know that you're not personally going out there laying hands on the sick and giving no money to nobody. So then why aren't you taking what you have and sowing into ground that is good, that is going to be out there doing the work that you're not out there actually doing? You know, we need to work on that. We need to put God first in our finances. He needs to be first in our marriages. Mm -hmm. Then he needs to be first in our finances. Okay. Meaning that 10% go to God when you get your check. And then the other 10% you supposed to save the same 10% you give God. You should be saving Mm -hmm. that 10%, not saving it to go back and use as soon as you put in the savings. You know, you put in the savings today and tomorrow you're going back to spend it. No, it should be you put that savings, you put that 10% away, you don't touch it. Mm-hmm. You know, which we have some links that um, um our daughter is going to um post for y'all. Um a few banks and um different things that you know we deal with and 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 oh, stuff when it comes to yes, planning for the changes budgeting. and the planning and the budgeting. Exactly. Yep. And so she's gonna put those links there. Um Ally Bank right now is giving you uh two Point zero, I think. What is it? Um, I know it's like a. It's two point zero. Uh, anyway, for by the end of the year. So in other words, yeah, by it. you using their account, they're going to deposit five hundred dollars in your account by the end of the year. So you're making five hundred dollars on that savings account at by the end of the year, every year, mm-hmm. by having a savings with them. A lot of savings accounts ain't giving you that. They're not giving you that. And that's with Alley Bank. So she's going to post that, which is a really good bank to actually use. It's an online mm-hmm. account. And so therefore, you can begin to save your money in the savings. Go ahead and get that $500 by the end of the year. Because that's what it's yielding you um, over over the course of 12 months. Um, and that's an extra $500 you have in your account just by having a savings account, just by putting money in there, just depositing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's making money. God wants us to make money. He says to take, you know, the with the the scripture with the um the three uh, people he gave the money to the talents, the talents, mm-hmm. right? He gave them talents, and when he gave them talents, the uh, two people went out and they went and they got more for what God gave them. But the one lazy one said, "Lord, you know, he buried his." You know, he was like, he know God was hard. And he, he know, I know you are hard, man, this, that, whatever. And so I just didn't do anything with it. I buried it. In other words, he just sat on it. He sat on it the whole time. He never took his talent to do anything. And so why take your money and stick it into a bank that's not yielding you anything? The money just sitting there and you're not gaining anything on it. It's just yeah. there. So that's a really good bank to begin to put your savings in. You can open up a free savings account online with them right now at Allie.com, A-L-L-Y.com. My, my daughter, like I said, is going to post it. Um, there's also, um, Capital One, Capital One Bank. They also do the same thing and they're giving you half of what, um, uh, Ally, Ally Bank is giving you. They're giving you 250. So those, those are two banks right there that's giving you money for having a savings account with them instead of you going to these other banks and they're not giving you anything for having a savings account. They're just taking and using whatever they want to use. Yeah. So, you know, and so you got to start, like I said, doing your Mm -hmm. financial planning, setting your house up. 
budgeting. Okay, number one, like I said, putting God first on your budget. Number two, you know, having a budget. Do you know what's coming in your house? Do you know what's going out your house? Do you know what you're spending on shopping? Do you know what you spend on food? Do you know what you're spending on the water, the light, the cable? Do you know what you're spending on your cell phone? Do you know what you spend for gas? Do you know what you spend for your car payment? Do you, I mean, do you know any of this stuff? Or are you just every day just living out of whatever you have? And then when you get it, you'll pay it. You know, you got some people who live like that. They they live like, yes. they live like, okay, when I get it, okay, then you'll get it, you know, mm -hmm. and we can't live like you'll get it when I get it. No, you're not. That's not budgeting. That's not sitting down, seeing what you have. You have to begin to sit down and make a budget for what you have coming in and going out. And Takiya is going to list, um, put, put it down as well for the budget because you need to go ahead and print this budget. She's giving you a link and the link is going to be right here. Um, right here. And she's going to go ahead and put the link in for you to begin to go and have take and print out a budget. Okay. Print it out and begin to sit down and see what you got coming in versus what you got going out. Because that's going to be your roadmap. People don't yes. want to hear nothing about budgeting. That's the other side of it, too. What is and wrong I'm glad with them? you got to that part. Yeah, go ahead. Because budgeting is this. A lot of people don't want to hear about goal setting, mm -hmm. budgeting, planning. Yes. And what it means, budgeting, it means accountability. Yes. And a lot of people don't want to be accountable for nothing. Yes. You know, and that's the problem we having. Yes. And it's like a, it's an ethical failure in the church and in family. And what it is, it's a misuse of power. Yes. These are things I wrote down. And we all play a part yes. in changing and influencing uh, society, our family, and even the church. We yes. all play a part. Yeah. And you can't keep saying, oh, things are not going to change or things are not going to get better. You hear people say this. Yeah. Stuff. No, you. You can influence these things to get better. And you know you, you influence know? them by how you talk. Exactly. Yeah. You got you to gotta talk positive. You speak you poor, gotta, you're going to be you know, poor. Have confidence in yourself to know yes. what you believe and what you're saying and yes. what you learn. Because mm -hmm. over the years, we learned that we can't do what we used to do. No. We got to change some things. Even when you give your life to Christ, you don't do what you used to do. Yes. So so you change some things. Yes. Change for the better. Yes. So it says this too. As men, we got to make a change today for a better tomorrow. Yes. You know, you start today. You don't let things keep going on. Like you don't have to, you don't have to live where you live right now. You can make a change to move somewhere else. Or buy a home. Or buy a Start home. saving or to buy things, a house. Start saving right? your down payment. Stop. You know, spending your money on things that is not really important, like cell phones. You got people mm -hmm. out there paying seven hundred to a thousand dollars for a cell phone, but living in an apartment or in the, or 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 a one or a one room place. You know, so you know, it's like, come on, what is your priorities in life? What is mm -hmm. where is your pri? What does your priority yes. lie? Does it lie in a video game? Does it lie in games? Period. I mean, come on now. At some point mm -hmm. in life, you have to grow up from games. Yes. You have to begin to live life on an adult level and look, come on, we got to start while we young. Let's start saving this money right now because yes. we buying a home. Mm -hmm. We're not going to sit. We're going to get into some big money. You know, when you own a home, do you know that's an asset? That is not a bill. You know, people think of it as, oh, I'm buying this house and oh, because you got to go to the bank to get the money. Because a lot of us ain't carrying a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand dollars right in our bank right now. I mean, we could, but a lot of us is we are not and to be able to make a uh, purchase on a home just outright. So when you go out and you get the money from the bank, you're not supposed to look at it as a, a bill. And keep saying, oh, I'm not going to be able to find, I'm not going to be able to handle this. I'm not going to be able to pay how I'm going to do that. That's why God don't give you nothing. Okay. That's why God don't give you nothing because it's how you talk about it, how you look at it. Some people look at uh, an orange as an orange and some people look at it as a whole nother color. You know, they, they look at it as a whole different thing. Like with, with us, we know that having a home is an asset. Is an asset. It's something you can sell later on when you probably do want to move or go somewhere else. You can buy a home in one place and then that home is yours to sell whenever you feel like you want to sell it. You know, mm -hmm. so it's an asset. You can have a house and buy a house and live there for a year. And after a year, you done gain equity. You done did all kind of beautiful things to this home. And now you can sell this home to go where you really want to go to live. You know? Yes. And so you have to look mm -hmm. at things as an asset when God gives them to you, when God blesses you with them, when he opens up the door for you to have these things. You can't ask God for something and then throw it back in God's face and say, God, you know what? I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know how this is going to work. I don't know how. You're talking. You're back to that old mindset again. And so therefore, you know, when some 
sometimes when things don't work out, it's because we spoke those things into existence. So, um, we talked about, you know, put setting up a budget. Okay. And, um, we have it, um, right here. Um, it's called frugalfanatic.com. Um, like I said, it's listed here in the comments for you to be able to go there and download a copy of the budget and begin to fill those areas in so you can see what you got going on. And then if there's places where you can cut, because this is what I do. I make one every month. I don't have just one budget that I do for a year or whatever, because things fluctuate in our house and we don't know what day, you know, this going to be probably a little bit more or a little less or whatever. And so every month, you know, I have a, a planner that I actually use, um, and, um, and I use that to plan every single month. And it is just awesome to have that particular planner that I have to be able to do that. And, um, and so I plan everything every single month. I know what's going, what's coming in, what's going out. And I know what we're going to save. I know what we're going to do. I know how once I get everything in front of me, I know what to put together. And then, you know, my husband, you know, we get together and we say, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to handle. Yes. And this is how we're going to take care of this. And so we work together when it comes to um, our budgeting and those things. You know, it's not that, you know, he don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. He's spending money his way. I'm spending money my way. And we both don't know what each other is doing. That's not how that works. When you get money, let me let me just talk to these ladies. When you get some money, ladies, I'm sorry. Your money is not just your money. That money belongs to you and your husband. And if you got a hardworking husband out there working hard, trying to take care of your home and take care of you, why are you not trying to help him? Don't you know a house divided against itself cannot stand? A house divided cannot stand. You cannot sit up there and say you for your husband. When you get that money in your hand, you out there shopping the minute you get it. And then he got to make up the difference in what you need to take care of what you got to take care of. You don't like your husband when you do that. I'm sorry, you don't. Because if you really liked him and loved him, you would be helping him. Okay, the same way he's out there working and doing things to help the house. There's nothing wrong with a woman helping her husband. The Proverbs 31 woman, do you know what she did? She got up before it was before the light was out. She was up working and getting things together for her household, for her husband, for her children. She was doing it all. She was sewing. She was working. She was shopping, you know, for the home and making sure the husband had everything he needed. So that's why the people knew her husband because she would talk about him all the time. He was known in the gates. She would make her husband look good. She wasn't sitting up there trying to backstab her husband. So we got to work on that, women. We got to work on being better there. Mm -hmm. You're not supposed to be out there, you know, doing wrong while your husband yes. at work. You got these women, you know, out there doing wrong while their husband at work. And it's like, come on now. Your husband out there working, trying to take care of you. What is wrong with you? Why would you want to be with somebody that ain't working? That ain't trying to help you out there trying to mess up your happy home, you know? Yeah. So you just got to be careful with that. Also, too, okay, so we're back to budgeting, okay, uh, saving, okay, like we told you, you save, like we use the 80-20 rule in our house, I know a lot of people use um, something else, um, you know, in their home, and that's fine if you want to list what you do, um, the other people out there, if you want to list that in the comments on what you do, but what we do is 80-20, and um, that means 10% to God, and then 10% to ourselves, saved, and then we live on, you know, the rest of it, so... You know, we live on the, uh, the, what, the 80%, right? Yes. So, and we take that and we put it in different accounts. You know, we have one account that's for our bills. We have one account that's for our savings. We have an account for vacation. You should have an account for your car. You should have an account, you know, for, you know, any other leisurely things that you like to do so that you're saving money in all of those areas. So when those areas come up, an emergency fund, we should have six months worth of emergency fund. You know, when you are getting ready to be a homeowner or you even thinking about becoming a homeowner, you know, you need to begin to save a monthly rent payment. That's what you should be saving. If you're paying rent currently, let's say your rent is 1380 or 1300 or 1400, you should be saving 1400 a month because you need to have that reserve number one for your down payment, but also you need to have a reserve for when you move into your home. You know, we should have six months worth of money saved up just for emergency purposes. We don't know what's going to happen. Somebody might have a job loss or whatever. You got that money saved and you're ready to go when that, you know, situation may come around, which it does come around in marriage. That's why I'm saying I don't understand some people who, you know, go through a financial crisis and the first thing they want to do is get a divorce. What? You mean to tell me we was only married because of money? Yeah. And you ain't true. have much money in the beginning with? Really? Are you kidding? And then because you made probably a little bit of money later and you lost it, 
You mean to tell me we getting a divorce over that? Really? Okay, that's, that's, no, you didn't like your husband. Like I said, you don't like your husband when you're doing stuff like that. So, um, we shouldn't do that, you know? Yeah. So we got to bring that all the way back in. God wants us to get this thing together. Like I said, 2019 is coming in. What are you going to do different? You can't keep doing the same thing, going around the same mountain, expecting something different to happen because it's not going to happen. All right, um, let's, let me um, share this one right go here. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. It says here, Proverbs 16, 3. Mm -hmm. Commit to the Lord whatever you do and be and be and, and he, he will establish your plans. Yes, he will. And he will establish he your will plans. He will establish your plans. And yes, what I will. had a question to ask. You gotta ask yourself, mm -hmm. can I do better uh than uh and started making a change? Can I do better this year? The new year that's coming up. Yes. You gotta start looking at yourself and mm -hmm. ask yourself, can you do better? Yes. And you gotta start making changes yes. today. Yes. Because a lot of us can. We can do better. Yeah. You know? You got to do better today for a better tomorrow. Yes, we do. Don't forget it. Yeah, we do. So you know. let's get let's start getting um, a fresh start on our 2019 before 2019. it even comes in. Um, because when you're making changes in your home, making mm -hmm. changes in yourself, making changes in your family, it will be a blessing to you for mm -hmm. that whole entire year. Number one, placing God as the head of your home. If you don't go to church, do you know they got services online? You can attend church online. We we attend since we've been here in Philly because God has not sent us nowhere. We have been having services in our home every Sunday online. And I'm telling you, I get so much from having services in my home online that I can actually honestly say going into the house of God. Because sometimes you're going in and you know everybody there and it's like, hey, what's going on? How you been? You know, this, that, and you're busy talking about stuff. Instead of listening and understanding the word, it's like we've been getting so much more of God since we've been doing things that way. So there's no reason for you not to know God, not to get God, not to have your children to know him, because there is a way that you can do it. These days, you have all kind of Internet TV and stuff. So there's no reason why you cannot have your pastor on you know, TV in your home or speed dial or whatever you need to have them on. You know, so there's a lot. There's, there's another thing. There's a question just came up too, mm -hmm. you know, and you, a lot of people, they don't realize you and your husband, whatever come in the home, you're one. Yes. You're one. And y'all supposed to sit down and communicate and make decisions on what you're going to pay and what you're not going to pay yes. and what you're going to do. Mm -hmm. This is the problem I see with a lot of couples. Mm -hmm. and the problem I see is this. They, um, they, Everybody's saying, well, what I make is my money. My mm -hmm. money is my money. Your money is your money. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. No. You know, we're supposed to know really what, to be honest, when you're in marriage, you're supposed to know what's coming in and what's going out. Yes. And it's all right if you got a separate bank account. Yeah. That's because, you know, if you're doing business or you're trying to save. Yeah, no, no, not but saying one, that. Yeah, so no, that no, part no, is no, okay. I'm just answering this what this mm -hmm. person wrote in. Okay. So what I'm saying is this. When you got money coming in, one of y'all are going to be good at paying bills or staying on budget or staying on track. But you got to trust one another. You got to know who's better at this. If, if my wife is better at saving money, then she need to do that. Yes. Now, if I know I'm doing all the spending, somebody got to sit down and make a decision and say, hey, you need to be on a budget. Yes. You know, certain things we don't need. Yes. Because, you know, you got to make... Uh, you're supposed to be like, hey, you know, babe, I want to get a new car. Mm -hmm. Well, she may say, okay, let's look at the finances. It's not time for us to get a new car. Right. Or let's work towards this. Yes. So if I know we already communicated about it mm -hmm. and I know, hey, right now we're going to try to work on our credit. That's what we should be working on. So the enemy is going to try to come in and say, you know, try to divide it. You know, I don't want y'all you know, uh, staying focused and staying on track. Yes. This is where you're wasting time, man. Mm -hmm. This is where the enemy is stealing from you. Yes. Because if you set a goal, that's what the goal is for. Yes. Write the vision, and make, make it, it plain. plain so the person can run after yes. you. Why is he, God saying that to mm -hmm. us? He's saying because the enemy is going to come and steal it from you. Mm -hmm. You know, he's going to have you yeah, doing other things. He's going to sidetrack yeah. you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if you got that goal and your focus is getting that new car or getting whatever with, you know, saving up this money to buy a car cash. Yes. So now we both in agreement. This is what we're going to do. Yes. So if we already know this is what both of us going to do when that situation come up and say, hey, uh, 
my brother need five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Y'all got to make a decision yeah, because, because that, your brother ain't I the first one you. he's coming to. Yes, it's you. Come on now. He can go to somebody else. He can that's try to right. figure out another way. And that's another way the devil tries to get try your to money get from in. you because so he, he know once you money. start saving, he know you are you're nice to your family members and stuff. Yes. And that was another point I wanted to make on making twenty nineteen better financially. You can't keep lending money to people who are bad risk. Yes. If you are bad risk, don't come asking me for my money. And because I'm the kind of person who I can lend you money. I have no problem with lending you money, but I don't want to look for you. I don't want to have to find you for something you owe me. I don't want to come see you in new shoes or a new car and you haven't paid me my money. I'm like this. If I lend you some money, then guess what? When you, whatever you tell me out of your mouth, you going to do, I look for you to be a man or a woman of your word on what it is you told me. So don't get mad at me when when you when that time come and it passes and I come to you and say, okay, this is what you told me and you didn't keep your word. Why do people want to get mad at you for some money they borrowed from you? And then when it's time for them to pay it back, they don't want to pay you back. They want to get mad at you about it. Yes. No, we got to take this year to stop lending money for, to people who are a bad risk. Number mm-hmm. one, we need not to lend money to nobody. God do tell us that we shall be the lenders and not the borrowers. Okay, mm-hmm. he does say that. But God will lead you to who you're supposed to lend to. You ain't supposed to be lending your money to everybody just because they say they needed it. And if that person is budgeting their money, they should be, you know, not be coming to you in the first place. So what we need to do as men and women of God is when people come to us to want to borrow our money, we need to ask them, well, what you doing with your money? Because they asking you to borrow your money. That's personal. So you should be able to ask them what they doing with their money. Why is it that they borrowing money from you? Why are they coming to ask you for money? What do they do with their money that they want to spend your money to? You know, and I look at it as you're not going to be an extra bill in my pocket because we already have bills and we don't need an extra person to add on to that. So, you know, I'm always a stickler when it comes to that. And sometimes people get mad at me for that. But that's, you know, don't come ask me for my money if you're going to get mad about it, you know. So, um I love to give. Believe me, I am a giver. Me and my husband, we are avid givers and we will give the last dime we have. But we're not going to sit up there and give you money and then you sit up there and don't pay us back or you don't even call us no more. We don't see you no more. We don't want those kind of relationships with people. You know, you shouldn't want that kind of relationship neither. So, you know, um, start budgeting better so that you don't have to borrow because that was one thing God taught us. Um, when we did have that home, because we did have a homeless situation, but that was after God sent us from, from Orlando to Philadelphia. And I had lived here as a, um, as an adult. I only lived here as a child and we went through just a little portion of that. But also I believe that we, we learned some lessons from it. So we know why we had to go through it. And that was to better ourselves financially, budget, save, stop spending everything, Live within your means because you got a lot of people living outside their means. They're paying all this money above what they actually make. They can't really afford to live in this place, but they're going to keep trying to afford it to impress people. And I spent a lot of years trying to do that as well. So now I don't try to impress anyone but God. He's the only one that I need to look to. He's the only one that's there for me. He was the only one there for me when I was homeless. He was he was the only one there for us, period, right? Yep, and so it. we look to him and then we look to mm-hmm. impress him by doing what he told us to do. And that is, you know, yes. the, doing the things of the word, what the word tell you to do, which is give and to save and to do the things that we need to do. You know, that's it. So, you know, Hallelujah. Uh, time is wrapping up It's wrapping up. So we wanted to make sure that you got, you know, this word tonight. Um, and then I wanted to also give you, um, Tiffany's, um, information. She's called the budgetista. If you want to get involved with her and her, um, her uh, story is just awesome. You really do got to listen to her story, uh, but she's at the that's where she's at, thebudgetnista.com. That's the B-U-D-G-E-T-N-I-S-T-A.com, thebudgetnista.com. And her name is Tiffany, and she is awesome. Her team is wonderful, and they are so there to help you with any of your financial um any of your financial needs but like i said there's a lot of classes there right now um we're like i said in the home buying process so we're in some home buying classes that she actually gives you for free and these things are all you know free within uh the realm of the 995 that i actually pay a month i don't know what it is now but you can go in there and you can see what it would be for you you know some people need financial help 
to di direct them in the right place. Some people don't. Some people are born knowing everything. But for us that are not born knowing everything, the, she's there and there's plenty of classes there. Once you sign up, she's going to put a whole queue of classes in there for you. And you take those classes at your leisure and you can take them in the order in which you want to take them. And then there's a forum there too for you to be able to talk to other people there too as well. Do you have yeah, any man. other information? Nope. That's okay. It. I just oh, wanted yeah. to say again that me and Bishop um, is on, um, we do podcasts now. And so all of our videos that we actually do here um, are now podcast. And so we're on podbean.com. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N.com. If you want to go and download it and look for Marriage Cafe, you can also become a Patreon there. Um, for five dollars a month, you can support what me and Bishop do, what we do, you know, as far as um, you know, teaching you know about marriage and you know relationships and those kind of things. Um, also, it helps our ministry, New Covenant of Faith, as well, um, to do some more things and other things. Um, we're also on iTunes um, as they have us on iTunes as the Marriage Cafe. So you might not see Marriage Cafe, but it's under the Marriage Cafe for some reason on iTunes. And then on Spotify, we're also on Spotify under Marriage Cafe. So you can also get a copy of my book, which is a cup of daily wisdom. I had a book. A cup of daily wisdom for your marriage, which is a six month devotional that has plenty of wisdom in there. We talk about wisdom when it comes to your marriage because you have to have wisdom. People don't use wisdom in the things that they do. They just keep doing dumb stuff and then expect for their marriages to be blessed. How are you going to keep yes. doing stupid stuff and expect your marriage to be blessed? You need wisdom. And so God says in the word that wisdom it's the principal saying and that we should run after wisdom. That's yes. what you should be doing, running after wisdom. And so I want you to make sure you go there. So that's my website for the book is daily www.dailymarriagewisdom.com. And then I also, you know, post videos and stuff for uh, marriage wisdom because I did, you know, I did marriage wisdom for the longest. Amen. <laughs> I have been actually doing that. And so, um, you know, so yes, you got to use wisdom in your relationships and and everything. So you got any last words? That's it. That's it. You done? I'm done. <laughs> okay. So anyway, we're gonna keep. We're not gonna keep y'all any longer. Um, we just want to say thank y'all so much for joining us. And um, you know, go to our sites and uh, download us and subscribe. We need you to go there and subscribe. That's what we need people to do. Subscribe at Podbean.com or you can subscribe at Spotify or um, iTunes. Um, under, like I said, Marriage Cafe, so that um, we have your support. So we just want to say thank you so much for your support. And we will see you, I think, on next Sunday. Yes. We seeing them on the next Sunday? Yeah. yeah. We'll be here next Sunday. Next Sunday. And then, you know, after that, we won't see you because it would be Christmas, right? Yep. The week of Christmas. And we don't mm -hmm. want to mess with people's time with their family. But anyway, we love y'all. Enjoy your family. And we thank y'all so much for joining us for the marriage cafe where marriages, where marriages come, come alive through the, the word, word of god. god we love y'all have a blessed most fantabulous week all right god bless god bless bye-bye